Hey, happy Halloween, guys and gals. Hopefully you're having a spooky and festive time, even though I know 2020 is a crazy, crazy time. Uh, COVID, elections, cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. So, speaking of cats and dogs, oh, what a good segue that I just brought up. I have picked up the meddling of Mialothep. So, this is a standalone uh, scenario for Arkham Horror the Card Game. And it is based on, well, I still think it's a April Fool's joke. But they went ahead and made an actual campaign. Well, not a campaign, but just one standalone scenario. Complete with investigators that have, you know, faces of dogs. Uh, with the whole dog theme. And uh, this happened a couple years back. And they, and uh, finally they said, no, this isn't an April Fool's joke. This is like a full experience. And the cool thing about it is um, all the money is donated to uh, charity. Uh, I don't know. It was maybe towards a local animal shelter or something like that in Minnesota. But uh, this is a one-time deal. So as I'm talking and meandering about this thing, um, if you haven't picked it up, and you're a completist, you might want to do so now because they're not going to reprint this thing again. So this is just a one-shot deal. So they made a batch, and that's it. No more. So I would imagine in the next two, three months, this thing is probably going to, you know, be really, really expensive. So again, if you're the completist and you find it, pick it up. And again, it's really not compatible with everything else. It does come with a smattering of, of player cards um, uh, for the dog investigators. Uh, but not a whole heck of a lot, um, but uh, it, it this is just all in good fun. So, I have not played it, and I'm just going to go through it in blind, and I have picked Skids O'Jerule. And uh, before I even go through anything else, let's go and see how I set this thing up. So, believe it or not, I'm going to play this on easy. Shocker. Uh, and the easy, the bag is literally the same token counts, save for the uh, Elder Thing token uh, for Night of the Zealot. So I've been playing a lot of that one here, just going back and playing with the core characters just to see how successful I was. Spoiler, I didn't do so hot. I actually won it with Wendy, uh, but again, I'm not following Taboo or anything like that. So, because again, I'm not that amazingly good with this game, but... Um, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to try it out just to see how it goes. And I'll probably end up doing everything here. So I made, like, a handy-dandy spreadsheet keeping track of all the investigators and so on and so forth. So that's how I knew immediately because I got about, oh, about 40 games in with um, Knight of the Zealot. And I knew the Chaos Token bag is almost set up the same way. Uh, let's see. Additional rules and clarifications. Uh, if it's alert, if you can try to evade, they attack you if you fail. So it's similar when alert was debuted in Forgotten Age. Lousy with cats is another one. So this is a new rule just for this scenario. Six of the locations in this scenario begin to play with a face down. Meow, meow, meowsk, meowsk. I'm going to say meowsk. Enemy beneath them during this scenario. A location with a face down encounter card beneath it is lousy with cats. This has no inherent game effect. However, some card effects may change depending on whether or not a location is lousy with cats. If an encounter card beneath a location that is lousy with cats enters play or is removed for any reason, that location is no longer lousy with cats. 
There is Sniffing Locations, and this is just dedicated with Kate Winpop. You know, she's uh, she's got a super sniffer, and she's got a cool ability, so I'm not even going to read that because I'm playing skits. So, without further ado, I'm going to read the storyline and see how Skids is going to shake out trying to get a hold of Meowthep. The meddling of Meowthep. We may indeed judge the tone and bias of a civilization by its relative attitude towards dogs and cats. H.P. Lovecraft, Cats and Dogs. Enter number one. It is a dark and stormy night in the storied and haunted city of Barkham. By the time you hit the streets, it is raining cats and dogs. But you pick up the scent of something big. And once you sink your teeth into a story, you just can't let go. A little wet fur has never stopped you from finding the truth. Strange happenings have been going on in Barkham. Cat sightings are at an all-time high, and each day more and more pigeons go missing. While this wouldn't normally be newsworthy, you know that there is more to this story than meets the eye. After all... While a few cats are harmless and adorable, most are nefarious schemers. You have heard the whispers and howls on the wind. The order of dead rodents on the doorstep is back. And whatever they are plotting, only you can stop it. You're heading back to your home in Slobbertown, the Barkham neighborhood closest to the docks, when you catch a whiff of something foul and pungent in the air. Whatever is causing such an asterisk stench must be nearby. But just then, another scent. The lead investigator must decide. Ooh, that's me. So choose one. Either follow the scent, uh, the uh, foul stench, or follow the scent of bacon. Well, I'm recording this about like 10.30 in the morning, and bacon does sound hella good. So <laughs> I'm going to go for the bacon. Answer three. The investigation can wait. Bacon is eternal. You follow that lovely smell northeast of Velma's doghouse in Beast Town. The sounds of revelry and the sizzling of grizzled food makes your tail wag faster than a cracking of a whip. And yet, something else tugs at the back of your dog brain. What was it you were doing before? The lead must, investigator must decide. Choose one. Nope. Food. Or, oh, yeah. Investigating the order. Again, I'm getting kind of hungry and I do love bacon, so I'm going to six. Which is that choice. Enter number six. It isn't until your belly is full of yummy food and your tummy has been thoroughly rubbed and you remember why you were out and about in the first place. You patrol the area until you spot several panicked rats scurrying from a nearby sewer drain. What's the matter, you barked. They chitter and chirped in response. And it's only then that you remember that rats can't talk. You still glean some of their story from their frantic pantomiming. The order of the dead rodents at the doorstep, as evidenced by their very namesake, has been hunting rats for ages. But now, it is not just cats hunting them, but the horrid cat abominations that defy all earthly logic. Sounds like the order is up to its old tricks once again. Proceed to the setup, and I begin play in Beast Town. So, the whole layout of this thing is... It's a 4x4 four four grid, but only the left corner and left lower corner and the right upper corner has three additional cards. Um, but there's uh, a grid of four. And under underneath each of the corner cards, so Muscatonic University, St. Mary's Animal Hospital, Boneyard, Barkham Asylum, Velma's Doghouse, Barkham City Pound, all has a hidden Mialisk card underneath it. 
So, after I just did the intro, let's see how the setup goes. So, um, y'all have seven of the Malisk, meow, 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 I'm just Malisk enemies. Uh, there's seven of them, but you get to remove one from the game without looking at it. Uh, each of these locations is lousy with cats. Uh, and once a location is no longer lousy with cats, if an encounter card beneath it is removed for any reason. Um, Meowlatop is set aside out of play. And then I shuffle the, the encounter cards to form the encounter deck. Then I'm be ready to begin playing. All right. So I'm at Beast Town. Beast Town. All right. So let's see here. Agenda 1A of Cats and Dogs. You're hot on the trail of a cat conspiracy. A cat a cons cat conspiracy. A cat spiracy, if you will. As a react, investigators at a location that is lousy with cats can spend two clues per investigator. So in my case, I'm just going to need two. As a group, then add the card beneath that location to the victory display. So investigators at a location that is lousy with cats spends two clues as a group. And you add the card beneath that location to the victory display. Okay. Got it. And as an action, if you are at a location that is lousy with cats, flip the card beneath that location over and spawn it at that location, exhausted. All right, so what does Skids or Drool need to do? Act 1A, Nine Lives. Dogs all across town report seeing strange cats prowling around several locations in Barkham. Perhaps if you can investigate these areas, you can root out the cat monsters that dwell within. The objective, at the start of the investigation phase, if no locations are lousy with cats, advance. So it looks like I'm going to be grabbing quite a few clues and trying to clear out those locations that are lousy with cats. Alrighty. So, with Skids O'Drool, so similar to Skids O'Toole, he has a stat line of 2 willpower, 3 intelligence, 3 strength, and for agility. His stat line is 8 health and 6 sanity. He is a criminal. Uh, it is not the skid's ability that you think. Uh, so as an action, you can spend one resource and you move. You give a human puppy dog eyes until they give you a car ride. Then you can move up to three times, ignoring enemy engagement. Limit once per round. So this guy is all about jumping around and getting to plenty of destinations the cool thing about it is he doesn't run in and engage so he could just completely bypass everything which is pretty sweet if i draw an elder sign he gets a plus two and deal one damage to the next enemy whose location you enter this round so you get a free little uh, one damage hit providing that you're actually able to move so his deck building is 30 cards uh, he has access to all the rogue cards, neutral cards, and up to five, this is where it gets weird, up to five other level zero cards that move, in quotations, move you. And by move, we mean physically and not emotionally. So that tells me, uh, so how I built my deck is, I didn't do the crazy XP round. We're going at zero XPs. So we're just playing with what we got. Um, I used four out of the five slots, and I used track shoes because it can move you. Um, when you're jumping from place to place and shortcut, I think shortcut was pretty much the obvious one. He does have, uh, unique cards called take the wheel dog catchers, and then have a basic weakness. So if that comes up, I'll read them out. 
Uh, his backline story. Skids or drool. Always wanted to be a good boy, but his nose for trouble kept landing him in the pound where the bad dogs go. Usually this is because of his favorite pastime, begging to go for a car ride and then fervently wrenching the wheel away from a hapless human. How this obsession with cars began, we may never know. All we know is that other drivers should be careful when Skids is on the loose. All right, so I'm at Beast Town. And Beast Town, I believe, connects to everything. Looks like everything. It is everything. So to the north, I got Barkham. To the right, I got uh, Barkham City Pound. Uh, north, uh, northeast, I got the Velma's Doghouse. Uh, to the left, I got Tailside. Uh, southwest, I got South, Snoutside and Slobbertown. So they're all connected together. Be cautious where you walk in Beast Town. You'll never know what you might step in. It's Barkham, and this is a central location. I'm going to flip it over. It has one clue for two shroud. Uh, and it's a react. Spend two resources. You follow a weird scent heading south. Move to Slobbertown. Uh, group limit once per round. So, yeah, I guess if things get hot and heavy, you can spend those two resources and move down there without taking an attack of opportunity. So, I guess that's a good thing. So, we'll see how that comes into play. Now, uh, cards. I did throw in all the cards that was available to Skids. So, one was, I think, um, these are, it was called Hunting Dogs or Hunting Party. So, that's unique for Rogues. And Hair of the Dog. Everything else I built in. So I'll read the cards as I go. And again, you can take a look at the show notes and see my deck build. Um, and with that, we are going to start our first turn. But first, I must draw my five cards and see if I like them. I will draw. Oh, there it is. So Hire Dogs, uh, Hair of the Dog, Backstab, Lone Wolf, ah, 13th Vision. Let's put that to the side. That is my nor That is my basic weakness, which was not a fun one. And I got a flashlight. Uh, these are all pretty good. I don't have a weapon, but I do have a backstab, and I do have hired dogs, so I'll explain that in a second. Um, hired dogs is a three-cost asset. You can pitch it for plus one strength or plus one intelligence. This is only for Barkham decks only. It's an ally. It's a creature. It's fellow dogs. As a react during your turn, you can exhaust hired dogs, and you can fight or investigate. Either attack with a base skill of four or investigate with a base skill of four. After this test ends, either pay one resource in dog food or discard hired dogs. This feels like, to me, a poor man's duke with a cost. <laughs> but he has two health, two sanity, and does take up the ally slot. Hair of the Dog. Um, this is a skill card. It has four wild pips. It's only Barkham deck only. It's got a picture of, um, you look like Mad Dog 2020 here. Uh, max one... Committed per skill test. And after test ends, the investigator performing this test gets a minus two skill value for the next skill test they perform this round. So, got to be careful with this one. And I have to probably have to leave that card out as a reminder. Uh, backstab, we know what that one is. So is Lone Wolf and Flashlight. So, with that, we'll start our first turn. Alright. So, we got Beast Town here. So, hmm... What to do, what to do, what to do. Well, first turn, I'll play Lone Wolf. Because my deck is kind of set up where I need cash and quite a bit of it. So turn one, I'll play Lone Wolf. Be down to four resources. Turn two, I'll play Flashlight. Go down to two. 
resources and get some counters on this thing. It's got three charges and reduces my shroud a little bit. Uh, so, hmm. What am I going to do in my final turn? I can move, but I think I should grab that clue. So it's three to two. It's a plus one, so I think I'm all right with that. Three v two. And draw. That's a zero, so I got that clue. All right. Uh, no enemies are out. I'll gain a resource, and I will draw a card. And, you know, I should shuffle that card because I forgot to shuffle that 13th vision in. Hold on one second. <laughs> now if I draw it again, it's truly mine and I own it. <laughs> but I did not shuffle that deck. All right, there's a quick shuffle, and I draw Elusive. All right, so first Doom. Oh, yeah, it's got a threshold of four, so uh, one is f uh, one out of four. My uh, counter deck, just to make sure, shuffle it up real quick. All right, what do I got? By the way, all the encounter cards, we don't, we're not adding anything from the core set. This is just, it, it's all contained all in its own, so pretty cool. On your tail, treachery, it's a scheme. Revelation, if there are no enemies in play, on your tailgate surge. Uh, so yeah, there is no enemies in play because they're all hidden right now. Otherwise, place one doom on the near side. Okay, so there's no enemies, so I gain surge. I'll draw a card. It's another on your tail, gain surge. I swear I did shuffle this. Draw again. Squirrel! Uh, <laughs> artwork's crazy. <laughs> ah, revelation, it's a squirrel! You must chase it! Test, evade four. For each point you fail by, lose an action. Oh, no, that's terrible. All right, but I'm up, even up, four to four. So, let's see. Do I want to do anything else with that? Eh, no. Let's go four to four. Elder Sign, plus two. Deal one damage to the next enemy whose location enters this round. Yeah, a little early for that, but okay. So I'm all right. Uh, well, I gotta get two clues because I have a feeling once I flip and defeat that guy uh, or cat, um, I have to get rid of it with the clue action. I'm guessing that's a hunch. So um, let's move over west to tailside. So turn one, move over, tailside. Oh, before I do that, let me get a resource from being a lone wolf. How thematic is that? Even though dogs and wolves are not really the same, but kind of. Oh, that's another debate. Okay. Tailside. Uh, this is also another central card. Where you go when you need to see a dog about a man? It's got a shroud of three. It does have one clue on it. As a react, you can spend two clues. You pursue a raccoon for no reason, and you move to Beast Town. Uh, catching a train here is about as difficult as catching your own tail. All right, so Shroud of Three. So it's a little tougher for skids. Um, let's spend a flashlight charge. Bring it down to one. Three to one. 
to finish it. Plus one, get that clue. All right, I think I'm good now. Um, let's play. Yeah, let's do it. Let's play the hired dogs. I get my ally in place. Now go down to one resource, and that'll be it for my third turn. There are no enemies. I will go ahead and gain a resource. Be at two and draw a card. And then I got take the wheel. Now this is unique. <laughs> Alright, it's a two-cost event. It has plus one strength, plus one agility, and a wild pip. Take the wheel. What? No, stop. That's bad. Bad dog. So, skids, O'Doul, Drool deck only. Fast played only during your turn. And for the remainder turn, whenever you enter a location, deal three damage to an enemy at that location. Wow, that's pretty cool. But I gotta bring a cat out of hiding. So, that's what I gotta do next. All right, two out of four for cats and dogs. Drop card. It's a rodent killer. It is a three fight, three evade, three wound enemy. It's a humanoid. Is it? It's a cat. <laughs> it's a cultist. Uh, if he hits you, it does one and one. Uh, one. One damage and one sanity. Prey. Investigator nearest to a card that is lousy with cats. But considering it's just me, it's engaged with... All right, so uh, Lone Wolf gained a resource. We got three. Do I want to evade this guy or cat? Could oh man, I think this guy's gonna or cat's gonna eat a lot of my attack though. Uh. Let's see, I would be hitting even up at 3 to 3. I wish I had a weapon. So, but I can't evade. So, let's just do that. I'm up 1. So, 4 to 3. And I want to just burn resources on the higher dog. Just to do 1 point of damage to get a 4 to 3. So, but I'm 4 to 3 on the, uh, the evade. So, let's do that. 0. Alright, so... Rodent Killer is at state side, so I'm going to get the heck out of here. You know, I probably will use his ability, so I will spend one and move up to three spaces. Uh, let's see, where would I want to go? Where do I want to go? I think I want to keep, well, I'm going to keep down south. So let's go to Miskatonic University. So I'm going to go one down to Snout side. And one to Muscatonic University for turn two. Muscatonic University is the only, the smartest, and goodest pups make it to the Muscatonic University Obedience School. There, students earn doctorate, doctorates in advanced mathematics, fine art, and not being afraid of the vacuum cleaner. And I flip it over. Uh, it's got one clue on it. And four shroud. And it's got a victory point. So as an action, draw three cards. Limit once per game. And then as an action, discard cards from your hand with a total of at least three. Um, 
intelligence skill icons on them. Remember that you have brushed up on cat psychology. Oh, how is this going to work? Um, I don't know if I even would have three. I mean, I do have hair of the dog. That I can do. Hair of the dog can do it for sure. I think I should do that as an action. So turn three. Yeah, I'll do that. So I'll pitch the hair of the dog. And then I will remember that I have brushed up in cat psychology. And that will end my turn. Uh, enemy phase. Well, there was a tapped rodent killer. So he's not moving anywhere. And then we're going to go to the end and refresh everything. So rodent killer, thankfully, does not have hunter. So he'll hang out over there, which is fine. And I will draw my card, and is oh, it's my it's my we my signature weakness. Boo. Dog catcher's weakness. It's got two fighting, three evade, three wounds. It's a hunter. After you enter dog catcher's location or dog catcher's at your location, you cannot move for the remainder of the round. Well, I guess that's a good thing because it happened at the end of my turn. So, but I have an enemy to deal with. All right, uh, three out of four for the cats and dogs. Then I'm going to draw my mythos card. It is Cats in the Mist Revelation Test uh, Willpower Three for each point you fail by. Take a whore. All right, two to three. Got a zero, so I'm going to take one sanity. I'll give it to the hired dogs. All right, so I got the dog catchers on me. Dog catchers, dog catchers, dog catchers. What am I going to do with you? I'm not in a position, really, to really take it all out one turn. So, but I got to take care of it somehow. Uh, let me get my, uh, my lone wolf resource huh it's not what I really wanted what am I going to do what am I going to do let's see two to four he's just going to eat up my turns I mean I could try to backstab it that would take care of it so that would put it at Right now, I'd be at three to three. Oof. I could potentially miss on that. I think I'm just going to do it the old-fashioned way here. All right, I'm up. Three to two. Turn one. Ah, it's a minus two. The miss. Turn two. Minus one. That's a hit. Turn three. I got two out of three with a zero there. All right. But enemy phase. Dog catcher is going to hit me for one and one. Uh, I'll give one to the higher dogs. And uh, I'll take the sanity. Be all right with that. Uh, upkeep phase. I'll be at five. And draw my card, and it is another hired dog, so I got them both. 
Oh, man. So, let's see how what this agenda goes. There's really not. There's only, like, two agenda cards and two act cards for each one. So, I'm hoping this next one's going to be pretty uh, beefy on the uh, threshold. All right. Well, let's advance it and see what happens here. Cats and Dogs is going to advance. The summoning is complete. Now, one of the myriad meowsks of Meowlethchop prowls the streets of Barkham. It is up to you to put an end to this menace before the true master is unveiled. If no locations are lousy with cats, advance to Agenda A2. If at least one location is lousy with cats, that's all of them, find one furthest from all the investigators. Flip the card beneath that location over and spawn it at that location. Then reset the agenda deck to Agenda 1A. Oh, okay. Good, so I do have a little time. Furthest location for me, from where I'm at, from the university, is Felma's Doghouse. So we're going to spawn that. And it's a Cat of Tinlos. And it's a Hunter. Oh, this thing's going to move. It's got two fighting, three wounds, three agility. Hunter retaliate. This actually gets plus one wound for each investigator. So it's really a four. Uh, he'll hit you for two damage and one sanity. And as an action, if you possess a ball of yarn, you can parlay with it. And if you throw the ball of yarn to a perfect 90-degree corner, <laughs> the cat of Tinelos particularly follows into an extra-dimensional pocket. <laughs> and it's your victory display. <laughs> Funny. All right. I still got dog catchers on my butt, so I got to take care of that first. So, oh, I got to draw my Mythos card. And it is another Cats in the Mist. Uh, okay. Down. Two to three. Tablet. Uh, minus two. If you fail, place one of your clues in your location. Oh, I lost one. Okay, so I only got one. Now there's two on the university. All right, dog catchers. I got to take care of you. Let's do it. Three to two. is a cultist sign. Minus two. You fail. Place one doom on the nearest enemy. Uh, well, the nearest enemy is... Uh, dog catchers are not an enemy. That's just your weakness. No, it's an enemy, so I would put a doom on him. So that is the nearest, because he's on me. Alright. And that's a fail. So that was turn one. Turn two. Come on, man. Two to three. Uh, minus X, where half the number of Mialisk enemies in play, there is one. Because it just spawned Cats of Tinlos. So, but I did successfully take care of the Dog Catchers. Hooray! I got one action left. Um, I'll use the flashlight to grab that clue. Bring it down to two. So I'm up by one. Three v two. Cultist sign. I missed. Place doom on nearest enemy. Okie doke. I see where this is going. Enemy phase. Cat of Tenlos will move closer to me. Here it comes. It's going to move to Beast Town. I am going to gain a resource. Be at six. And draw a card. And it is Emergency Quiche. All right. 
so one Doom of Captain Dogs again. But we're at, really at two out of four because Captain Tinlow's got a Doom on it. I will draw my Mythos. Scratching Paws. There are no nail clippers in the Chthonian depths beneath Barkham. Revelation. Test. Evade three. For each point, or agility three. For each point you fail by, take a damage. It's like the ghouls one, but it's got kitty paws instead of ghoul things. All right, four to three. Minus two. Well, I missed by one, so I'm going to take a point of damage. That goes to me. All right. Well, i got to do something here. I would like to get that clue back so I can make that one spot loudly the cat's over with. So, use my last charge on my flashlight. Three to two. Cultus. Minus two if you fail. Place a doom. Wow. Alrighty. Another one on the cats. I am out of options there. So... I should turn two. I'm going to draw three cards. That's my once per game on the university. So Lone Wolf, Hair of the Dog, Shortcut. Got full max hand size. Turn three. I am going to go to St. Mary's Hospital and see what's there and see if I can try something a little better. Now that threshold's a little too big for me now. There are two clues on this. Three shroud. And what's at the end of the hospital? We're going for a car ride, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Uh, it's got uh, an action. You could heal three damage. You're not happy about it, though. Limit once per game. Uh, as an action, you could take a damage, a parlay, and do a test of book four to schedule a visit to the vet for a cat. This is physically painful for you. If you succeed, remember that cat has an appointment with the vet. Alrighty. Uh, that was turn three. So, enemy phase. Cat's going to move one step closer. I'm going to have to deal with this guy. Uh, going to move towards snout side now. So, it's definitely one spot away from me. I will gain a resource. I will draw a card, and it is sneak by. So, that's four, nine, nine. I will pitch the quiche. Well, this will advance again, unfortunately. And I have to choose the furthest card again. So either Barkham Asylum, see, one, two, three, four, or one, two, three. It doesn't matter. Uh, I will choose Barkham Asylum. So this will pop out. And this is the Mewling Hunger. Two, hit, uh, two strength, two agility, five wounds. But really, it's six because I think all of these guys are going to start having one wound per investigator. So it's really six. Uh, Hunter, that's great. There's a parlay ability if I did score some tasty food, uh, but I didn't. So, and if he hits you, it does one and one. Alrighty, and I will draw my Mythos card, and it is Squirrel. I have to remove those two Doom off of the Cats of Tinlos. Test is a four. I'm even up, four to four. Plus one. I nailed it, so I'm not losing any actions this turn. Uh, Lone Wolf. 
All right, we got to take care of this guy. Uh, Tinless is going to be annoying. So let's... really wish I had a weapon. I do have a couple of weapons in my deck. Just a couple, though. Let's do this. I am going to play fast. And I'll use my ability for... Take the wheel. So, whenever I enter a location, deal 3 damage to an enemy at that location. Uh, let's go and... Try to take care of these nasty cats. So I'll just turn one, move over to the cats of Tinlos. And when I do so, I'll do three wounds to it because of the take of the wheel. So it's engaged with me now, though. So turn two. Right now I'm at three to its two. I think I'm going to use the hired dogs at this case. So I'll exhaust the dogs, make it four to two. So I really want to hit it. Zero. Alrighty, I got my first victory card. Cats are gone. And I think turn three, I'm going to move back to the hospital. Maybe I want to do the boneyard. Eh, let's do the boneyard. Boneyard. Both dogs and ghouls agree. Bones are delicious. Alright, this one has more uh, obtainable for me here. So it's got two clues on it with one shroud. And it's got to react. After you successfully investigate Boneyard by two or more, place a resource in the Boneyard as a bone. What do you expect? If there are one per investigator bones on the Boneyard, as an action you can spend it, nice. That's a lot of bones. Remove them. Remember that you buried the bones a few meters from where you found them. Well, what the heck are the bones are going to do? I'm calling a red herring on that one. I know what Matt Newman's trying to do with this. It's like the luggage man in Essex County Express. Mm. Okay, well, that was it for my third turn. I got to pay a resource for the hired dog, though. So, down to six. I will uh, enemy phase. Let's see, the mewling hunger will move one down towards Beast Town. It is on the prowl. I will ready everything. I will go to seven resources. I will draw my card, and it is cunning. Cunning is a skill that has one... Um, intelligence and one agility. It's innate. And when you have five or more resources, it also gains uh, one of each. And if you have ten or more resources, it's actually two of each. So uh, it's a multi-purpose. Uh, either the uh, the dexterity card or the uh, what's the one with the book for? I can't. It's off the top of my head. I don't know what it is. But oh well. So I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And we're done with this turn. All right, one out of four of cats and dogs, and I drew Hunted by Bia Cats. It's a scheme, and it comes into play in your threader. As additional cost to perform any of the following actions, move, fight, and investigate, you must spend a resource in cat food to appease pursuing Bia Cats. Well, that's great. And at the end of your turn have three on the book test to get rid of it this is almost like you know uh the fear card where it just hoses you but this one you just got to spend resources which stinks 
All right, so I'm at eight resources with the lone wolf. Turn one, I will try to grab a resource. So there's two of them on the boneyard. Puts me at three to one. Yeah, the tentacle. Okay. I'll go down to six resources. Try again. All right, plus one. So that'll definitely get me a resource on the boneyard because I passed by two or more. Get a resource, so I'm at two. And as a react, I'll spend it and add the card that was lousy with cats beneath it to the victory display, which is cats riding on a Bia cat. <laughs> How appropriate. All right, turn three. Try to get that clue. And three to one. And I got a minus one, so I cleared it out. And at the end of my turn, let's try to get rid of it. Um, See, I got five resources left. I could spend the cunning. Yeah, I got to spend the cunning. I think I should. That'll put me up two. Elder sign plus two. Deal. Da oh, it's late. But <laughs> deal damage to the next enemy whose location you've entered in this round. All right, but that's gone. Mewling hunter hunger will move. To from Beast Town to Snout Side, so it's one step away from me. And then I will gain a resource and draw a card, and it is backstab. Alright, two out of four. Cats and dogs draw my card. Meowsks of Meowlatop. Power. Revelation. If Meowlatop is in play, it attacks each investigator in player order. Nope, it's not there. At least one location is in play with Lousy. With cats, choose one of those locations. Flip the card beneath it and spawn at that location. Well, that stinks. So I guess I'll do... I'll do Muscatonic University, I guess. All right. Hisser in the dark. Cat came back. Three, three wounds... Or, sorry, four ones, which is really five because it gets plus one per investigator. Uh, alert and hunter. Hard to escape with. Uh, if I do the central locations and hit each one all in one turn, enter and leave each one in one turn, it becomes extremely dizzy and add it to the victory display. It hits you for one damage and one sanity. Okay. Get my lone wolf card. Going to have to take it out somehow, some way. It's got five for the Mewling Hunger, but four for the Hisser. It makes me want to go to the His uh, Muscatonic University. Do I want to do that? I mean, I could do that. Um. Well, I gotta see if it actually connects. Oh, okay, it does connect. So I will do that. Turn one, I will go over. Hissner Jark is engaged with me. I will use my higher dogs. Go 4v3. Yeah, 4v3. I missed. Minus two. 
Way to go, stupid dogs. Uh, turn two. Oh, man. That kind of ruined my plans. Turn two. I will try to pop it with a backstab. And I'll use hair of the dog. So seven goes down to four. Yeah, four to three, but I think I want to hit this thing big time, so I will use the hair of the dog. Four to three, which is actually eight to three. Plus one, didn't need it, so, but I did do three to it. But if I use agility again, it's going to be a, well, performing this test gets minus two skill value for the next skill test I perform this round. Okay, so it's going to be a minus two no matter what I do. Um, turn three. I could try to evade it, so that would put me down by one. So instead I'll play the evade. So evade is zero cost event. Gives me the evade bit, and then when this action begins, I gain two resources. So I get a two free resource and a chance to evade. But I am down by one, so it's 2v3. And I'll pitch it the lone wolf beat. Three. Skull. Half the number of male enemies in play. This X. In play, in the victory, it's point play, and attached. Okay, ah. so that's one, two, three, four. So that's actually a minus two. So that's still a fail. I am done. Enemy phase. Well, Mewling Hunger is going to attack to me now and hiss her in the dark. They're going to hit me for one and one each. So I am now at three and three for health and sanity. That's not good. Not good at all. Alright, gain a resource, be back up to, let's see, I was down, I'm down to, well, I was at six, but I didn't pay the three, four, oh no, I'm, I had that right, because I gained two from the uh, the resources, so I was at six, so I'll be at seven. Draw a card, oh, lockpicks, okie doke. Alright, three out of four, draw my Mythos card. Gaze of the Ceiling Cat. Test Willpower 5. Ooh, I'm not so good with this one. For each point you fail by, either lose a resource or choose and discard one card from your hand. This effect forces you to lose all your resources and discard all your cards. You feel really creeped out. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, 2 to 5. Ah, uh, 0. So it's 3. No, I think I can lose 3 resources. So let's do that. Be at four. It's my turn. Be at go for the lone wolf. Be at five. I am going to spend three for the other backstabbers in my hand. So I'll be down to two resources. I'm going to hit the mewling hunger. So I'm up on that. So it's four to two.
Oh, what the heck? Elder sign? Minus five. Woof. <laughs> huh. Okay. Turn two. I'm going to be elusive. <laughs> Fast. Play during your turn. Disengage each enemy with you and remove to a revealed location with no enemies. I am going to choose... Uh, uh, let's do Snoutside. I have not seen Snoutside yet. Oh, yeah, I have. Have I? Yeah. No, I haven't. Because Tailside went over to Miskatonic U, so I have not seen Snoutside. Uh, Snoutside is one Shroud, one Wound, or one Clue. And spend two resources. So you chase the delivery truck to the north, move to Tailside. All right. But... That didn't cost an action to disengage from that. So, Mewling Hunger and History of the Dark are hanging out at the university. I still got two actions. Uh, let's go grab that clue. Plus one. All right. So, that's turn two. Turn three. I am going to spend a resource and use my ability on skids to move up to three times. So I will move over to the Barkham City Pound. And I'll reveal it. And this has two clues. Three Shroud. And you can spend an action gain three resources. So it's got Keish in there. Let's do it once a game. Or you can spend a resource to parlay uh, Agility 4 to convince the employees to part with some of the cat toys by acting adorable. If you succeed, remember that you possessed a ball of yarn. Well, I can use that ball of yarn for something here. Is it? Which one? Uh, it's not the Mewling Hunger, and it's not the Hisser in the Dark. Which one was the ball of yarn? Oh, it's a Catatinlos, so, yeah. Okay. But, as a react, I can spend both of my clues and remove the one lousy with cat's cards, which is the Barkham City Pound. And this goes to my victory place, the Dweller in the Deep. All right. That was three. Enemy face. Uh, they're going to move over one. So I'm going to put Mewling Hunger and Hisser in the Dark with the Rodent Killer at Tailside. It's just hanging out there. So they're done. I will gain a resource. Be at two. I'll draw a card and it is sneak by. All right. Well, Cats and Dogs is going to advance. There is one. Allows you with Cats cards left underneath the Animal Hospital. So if at least one location allows you with cats, find the one that's furthest from all investigators, flip the card beneath the location over, and spawn it again. So now it's going to be the final run before I think the final act's going to happen here. So pounds are in the night at the animal hospital. Four fighting, three wounds, uh, two agility. It's hunter, retaliate. I've already added the uh, plus one health per investigator. Um, as an action, if a cat has an appointment with the vet, what? Oh, heck no. Parlay, Cat Flees in Absolute Terror. Add this enemy to the victory point display. Okay. And I gotta draw my card. And my card is Stubborn Cat. Attach the location and play with the most clues. I'm gonna put it at Muscatonic University because they're all tied. I got two at the Animal Hospital, two at Muscatonic U, and two at the Pound. So Cat is laying in all the evidence at that location. You obviously cannot investigate the attached location unless you spend an action. And um, test either willpower four or agility for it to shoot the cat away. If you succeed, discard it. It's like a locked door, only it's a little different. 
Alrighty, so this is clutch time here. I really need a weapon or something to that effect. So turn one, I am, well, let me get my lone wolf in there. Turn one, I'll play lockpicks. Now, it's not the good lockpicks because that's the uh, one XP one. This is the one where you get to add your your agility to the value and you got to seed by two. If you don't, you have to discard it. So turn one, play lockpicks. Turn two, I'll exhaust the lockpicks and add it. So it'll be at seven to three. Plus one, didn't break it. Uh, turn three, I am going to use that once per game ability and gain three resources. So we back up to three. Uh, enemy phase, mewling hunger and history of the dark will move towards Beast Town. I'm going to have to find a way to. Well, you know, I really wish I put dynamite in this deck and I didn't. Oh, I can't. There's a reason why I couldn't. I'm thinking of the old skids. This is this is O'Drool, not O'Toole. Oh, okay. Oh, and the Pouncer tonight will move up one. Put him at Snout Side. Mm. So, I will gain a resource, draw a card. Throw ready my lock picks, and I drew a quiche. Alright, one out of four of cats and dogs. Draw my mythos. It's Order Cultus. Humanoid, sort of? Cultus, definitely. Four fighting, two wounds, and one agility. Spawn at any low any the location. It retaliates, and at the end of the mythos phase, place one doom on the order of the cultists. Well, this guy's just going to be annoying. I'm going to put him at the doghouse. And he does put a doom on it. Doom! Doom, I say. I say doom. All right, lone wolf. It up. Yeah, five. Um, I didn't score any tasty food, but I would imagine to get that tasty food at the the uh, doghouse, which I have not at. That's the history in the dark. If he's engaged with you, enter and leave each of the central locations. When turn, it becomes extremely dizzy. Hmm. Okay. None of them are really surefire answers for me. So I'm not going to spend the resource just for that ball of yarn because it's not happening. I don't even think I need to get re clues anymore because they're all out. Now it just becomes uh, damage time. So turn one. Draw card. Hey, I got a 45 automatic. Turn two, I'll play that 45 automatic. And this has four ammo on it. I get rid of my dead flashlight because I have a flashlight and lockpicks in hand. I can spend an ammo fight. If the attack enemy is exhausted, you get to deal two fight and deal one damage for this attack. So it's all about um, exhausting. So that was turn one draw, turn two play it, turn three. Um, I am caught between a rock and a hard place here. Well... Turn three, I'll go to Slobbertown. Slobbertown, because that's a, I haven't hit this one yet. Slobbertown. The banks of the Muscatonic River are lined with warehouses and stores full of exotic treats from around the world. 
there is a clue on it and three resources. And it's got the two resources. Barkham has no leash left. You can take yourself for a walk. Move to Snout Side. I don't have to do that. However, I will play my shortcut to move me a little farther out of the way. Well, ugh. Well, the Pouncer of the Night is to the left, and they got History of the Dark and Mewling Whore to the top. Any way I go about it, I'm going to be encountered with something. But I want to make it less of a blow, so I'll shortcut into the Boneyard. Alright. Enemy phase. Um, Pouncer's going to engage me and hit me for two. Uh, hired dogs will take it this time. So I'll take one, just one point of heart damage. Uh, and then Hisser in the Dark and Mewling Horror will move towards Snout Side. Hmm, it's not looking good for me here. That's for sure. I'll gain a resource via two. I'll draw a card and it is in wow. Late time for the investments. Better late than never. Two out of four. Draw my mythos. Ugh, more of the haunted by Biakets. That's gonna hurt me big time. Okay, uh, go to three resources with the lone wolf. But I gotta take care of the pouncer in the night. So. Oh, man. This is tough. This is really tough. Um, I'm going to try to evade it. i got to spend a resource to evade because stupid cats. All right, this will put me up 42. Plus one. All right, so they're evaded. Turn two, spend a resource. Take a shot at it with my 25. Two fighting. So it's going to be a five to four for two wounds if I hit it. Yep. Five to four. That's all I got. Minus two. Miss. All right. Last shot. I'm out of resources. Take another shot at it. Ah, this is going to seal my deal here. Minus two again. That's a fail. All right. Enemy phase. The busted up Hunter in the Dark moves. But before I do any of that, I want to try to get rid of the Hunted up by Biaquettes. I'll get rid of the investments. And the hard dogs. Give me a five to three. Because I can't have that happen. Minus two. I needed all of it. But Hunter in the Dark and the Mewling Hunker is going to hit me for one and one. This will put me at six and five, prospectively. So, again, not looking good. Five and six. Blah. Blah, 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 blah. And then ready phase. I got all three. Boy, I need to disengage really, really bad. Draw a card. Draw track shoes. Gain a resource.
Ooh, three out of four. Servant of Dogs of Soth. Monster. Cat Abomination. Two fighting, two evade, four wounds. Spawns on a location with the most enemies. <laughs> That's me. Oh, man. Oh, I forgot. Actually, I forgot last turn to put... Well, that doesn't really matter. This is bad news all around. I forgot to... I completely forgot all the way up top for the cult, Order of the Cultists there. So, okay. Because I think Mialatep would have probably just came out. But I think his minions are going to finish me off first. So, it, it hits you for one and one. So, okay. Well, what can I take out? I'm going to try to evade the mewling hunger. But I use my sneak by, so I'm going to get two resources for that. Fortitude. Minus one. All right, so that's evaded. Uh, turn two. Oh, I'll try to evade the servant of Dr. Soth. Fortitude. Zero. Then turn three. I will try to fight the history in the dark. It really doesn't matter. Because if I evade it, that ends all, all three of my turns. And then I'm just circling back the wagons again. Yeah, I'll try it that way. Maybe I'll draw a card that you have a uh, disengage. But it's not looking too hip. So, it's in the dark. Four to three. Zero. So I evaded all of them. Hooray. Enemy phase. Nothing happens. Uh, no, wait, something does happen, because I still got a pouncer in the night, and he's going to hit me for two. Boo! No, no, because, oh, well, yeah, because I got him stuck with me, too, so that's two more points of damage, and I drop. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I mean, honestly, if they didn't put the Barkham thing on this thing, um, this could stand alone just very well on its own. I mean, it really could. You could just made some creative monsters and stuff like that. But just to trounce around Arkham and stuff like that doing this, this could hold up very well on its own as a great one-time scenario. Um, the only thing it does, it, it does kind of restricts you on uh, with the uh, Barkham thing here. So you really can't put any other thing in there. And you're tailored towards that, which I get because of the whole... Uh, you know, dogs and cat themes that goes on there. So, uh, all in all, very, very fun. I Honestly, I played this one. I had no idea what the hell I was going to get myself into with this. So, um, I like it. I mean, it's really good for what it is. I mean, top of that, too, the money goes to charity for, you know, um, for either a dog shelter or something like that. I, I think they posted, like, blurb very, very quickly on it once where it was going to our... I think it was towards vets and service dogs and stuff like that. Um, which, oddly enough, I'm doing that for Veterans Day, too. I'm doing a 5K run uh, here locally in Cleveland to support that as well. So, yeah, um, very fun. I, I would say, yes, pick it up. I mean, if you're a completist, yes, absolutely pick this thing up, you know, for sure. Because, honestly, it's a one-time run. They're not going to print it again. It's never going to be available again. So if you see it at your local shop or you see it on Amazon for a decent price, pick it up before it gets become crazy. 
just like the investigator packs I still don't have, and they're like clocking towards forty dollars a pack. I'm still missing four out of the five. So, um, but that that'll do it. This will make this one a very very long episode. And I kind of figured that's how it was going to go here. But have a happy and safe Halloween, and I will catch you guys and gals next time. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later.